0: Our first reading this morning is from uh, Amos in the seventh chapter. This is what he showed me. Behold, the Lord was standing beside a wall built with a plumb line, with a plumb line in his hand. And the Lord said to me, Amos, what do you see? And I said, a plumb line. And then the Lord said, behold, I am setting a plumb line in the midst of my people Israel. I will never again pass by them. The high places of Isaac shall be made desolate, and the sanctuaries of Israel shall be laid waste, and I will rise against the house of Jeroboam with the sword. Then Amaziah the priest of Bethel sent to Jeroboam, king of Israel, saying, Amos has conspired against you in the midst of the house of Israel. The land is not able to bear all his words. For thus Amos has said, Jeroboam shall die by the sword, and Israel must go into exile away from his land. And Amaziah said to Amos, O seer, go, flee away to the land of Judah and eat bread there and prophesy there, but never again prophesy at Bethel, for it is the king's sanctuary and it is a temple of the kingdom. And Amos answered and said to Amaziah, I was no prophet nor prophet's son, but I was a herdsman and a dresser of sycamore figs. The Lord took me from following the flock, and the Lord said to me, Go, prophesy to my people Israel. This is the word of the Lord. Our epistle reading this morning and the sermon text is from Ephesians in chapter 1. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world So that we, who were the first to hope in Christ, might be to the praise of His glory. In Him, you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in Him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance, until we acquire possession of it, to the praise of His glory. This is the word of the Lord. Would you please rise in honor the reading of the gospel? Our gospel this morning from Mark's uh, gospel in the sixth chapter. A king, Herod, heard of it, for Jesus' name had become known. Some said, John the Baptist has been raised from the dead. That is why these miraculous powers are at work in him. But others said, he is Elijah. And others said, he is a prophet, like one of the prophets of old. But when Herod heard of it, he said, John, whom I beheaded, has been raised. And yet he heard him gladly. But an opportunity came when Herod on his birthday gave a banquet for his nobles and military commanders and the leading men of Galilee. For when Herodias's daughter came in and danced, she pleased Herod and his guests. And the king said to the girl, ask me for whatever you wish and I will give it to you. And he vowed to her, whatever you ask me, I will give you up to half of my kingdom. And she went out and said to her mother, and brought his head on a platter, and gave it to the girl, and the girl gave it to her mother, and when his disciples heard of it, they came and took his body, and laid it in a tomb. This is the gospel of our Lord. Would you please join your hearts together with mine in prayer? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this beautiful morning where you have brought us together to hear your word. We need to hear words of forgiveness for our sins, we need to hear words of instruction from your word, we need to have open ears and hearts to be able to receive that word. And we pray that you work by your spirit at this time to remove distractions from our hearts and minds so that we would hear your word and it would sink in. By your son, uh, Jesus, we pray. Amen. An artist's work is always very interesting to me, and I've always loved seeing them kind of come to fruition from beginning to end. And in this day and age now where we can watch things on time lapse on YouTube, it's really quite fun because you get to see a whole guitar come together from first scraps of wood into a final finished piece, or you can see a big chunk of rock get carved into something beautiful or a chainsaw used to carve a log into a bear or whatever. You can see these things come to fruition in just a couple of minutes. You really don't have to watch the whole thing happen. But it hasn't always been that way. In fact, a lot of times, if you actually go in real life and talk to an artist or talk to a person who's either writing something or drawing something or sculpting something or even writing a song, more often than not, they tell you, no, you can't listen to it, you can't hear it until it's what? Finished. You've got to wait. You've got to wait until it's finished, until the whole thing is accomplished, until the whole thing is done, and then they want to know what you think about it. You're like, uh, I don't know if I should answer Right? You've put a lot of time into this thing. You've put a lot of effort into this thing. reminds me a little bit of uh, Michelangelo. So when Michelangelo would sculpt, I'm sure you've all maybe heard this before, but he would look at a piece of granite or a piece of marble or a piece of rock of some sort as he would go into a sculpture. And I think the quote came out somewhere right around the time he was sculpting uh, the David figure. And if I remember his exact words right, it was the angels already in there, I just have to chisel away the stuff on the outside. He called it the, I can't even say it, superfluous, there we go, the superfluous pieces that are hanging on to the outside, I just have to chisel them away because the piece is already in the middle, the piece is already there. I think about that as an artist, to be able to know when to stop, to be able to know when to stop chiseling at one point because something's going to break, or it's going to go too far, it's going to cut too deep, or it's going to leave too much of a mark that is going to be irreparable. So to watch an artist work from beginning to end is really kind of an amazing opportunity. And every now and then we get that opportunity if you know somebody and you can kind of Pop in or peek through the window or listen in as they're writing something in their room, you know. But I know even when my kids have painted and drawn, I start to ask them questions about it and I either get, I don't know, or you don't get to know yet. I'll tell you about it later. I'll explain it at the end. Things, right? For the next few weeks through July and through August, we're going to be walking through the um, epistle lessons from, the, from uh, the letter to the Ephesians. And so as we walk through those lessons, I want you to continually think about something with God as an artist. And it's laid out really quite beautifully for us in this opening chapter that Paul writes. See if you pay attention through those 11 to 12 verses or so as you heard them you heard all of God working. See in the very beginning it leads off with a praise to God the Father who has given us all the spiritual blessings of heaven who has given us everything that he could possibly give us to take care of Our daily needs to take care of our eternal needs to take care of everything. We have God the Father at work who has created everything and handed over to you every spiritual blessing on heaven and earth. Everything that you would need. A creator at work. As you follow along through there, you also start to see that Not only has he created you, but loved you from the beginning and then said, look, you're going to be mine into eternity. And to make that certain, my son Jesus is going to be there so that you would see what my love looks like in real time. So you would see what my love looks like on this canvas of time and history so you can see my will. See, He's an artist that actually lays out for us what his intent is and what his motivation is and what his will is. Because as Paul writes to the Ephesians, he says, God has worked in this way to reveal the mystery of his will to us. And it's short. He loves his creation. It would want all of heaven and earth unified back together again, but it was broken. It had been corrupted. It had been cut too deep. Because at some point, The tool was taken out of the artist's hands, and the artwork tried to shape itself. I mean, imagine that. If that sculpture of David at one point turned around to Michelangelo and said, hey, man, I got this, and started chiseling away on his own and said, yeah, let me chisel back here a little bit. I can't really see back there, but let me chisel back here a little bit. What would have happened to that sculpture? It would have been broken. Maybe that's what happened to his arm. I don't know. but it would not have had the shape of one from outside of it who could see every angle, see every piece, see what that piece actually absolutely needed. And I think at times as we live, there are these times at which we try and wrest that chisel out of God's hand or the paintbrush or whatever tool works for you, and we start to try and shape our own, our own. Try and make God's artwork our own artwork. We start to paint it in a way, we start to shape it in a way that we think is going to be right. We start to take it out of his hands. Now, Don't get me wrong. There's times where he'll hand the the tool right over to you and say, here, you shape a little. I'm going to guide you. I'll be with you. I'll lead you. You have choices to make. There isn't just one direct way you can go. There's a multiple different ways you could go and I'll be with you every single one of those steps and you can chisel this piece out. There's other places of life where we may try and steal it from. it. It might break something off. It's going to be right there. It's going to be right there to offer forgiveness for it. It's going to be right there to be with you through it and say, that hurt a little too deep, didn't it? My love hasn't changed for you. See, his love for his artwork never changes. His love for what is going to be created never changes because he can see way far beyond anything that we can see and what that masterpiece is finally going to look like in eternity. And so as he comes in and starts to shape the rest of time and eternity, he's shown us what his love looks like in Jesus. And then as Paul writes to the Ephesians, he says, and he sealed it for you in the Holy Spirit. Way too often I think, folks, come into the church and who sit in here and hear God's word all the time still walk around in the middle of the week and they have this doubt and wonder whether or not they're loved by God and they wonder whether or not that he actually forgives and they wonder whether or not that they've actually been claimed as one of his children and I will point you straight back to your baptism and what Christ has done for you on the cross what he has done for you to forgive your sins, what promise he has made over you in your baptism is his name and word was spoken over you and as his gifts of faith and the spirit were planted in your heart to make you his. You are loved. You are forgiven. And yes, there are times that we will still try and pull that tool out of his hands and shape our own lives and we'll know when we've gone too far. And he's right there to reshape, rechisel, and continue to work on you, knowing what things are going to look like all the way at the end, knowing what you will look like in eternity. That's kind of an amazing thought to think of. Will we look the same? Well, we won't. Will it matter? No, it won't. Because we'll be in the presence of God, the master artist at work on his creation. Amen. Would you pray with me? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for all that you continue to do for us. We're sorry for the times that we try to shape everything in our own way, and we pray that you would give us a peace of mind to know that you are shaping and leading things, and give us eyes and hands and hearts that are willing to follow that. Lead us by your Spirit, so that even others would hear of your mighty work. In your Son, Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. I invite you to rise as we sing, Come Thou Fount. Font. <laughs> they always change the spelling. Font today. <laughs> as we wait to see what the great artist is going to do in our lives.